Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's doing in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the war on short-term rentals. Communities around North America have been establishing new regulations designed to reduce the number and scope of short-term rentals in their communities. Many communities are facing a shortage of affordable housing, and the perception exists that homes are being removed from the rental market and put into the more lucrative short-term rental market, putting an even greater strain on housing affordability. By making these investment properties illegal, the hope is that many of these rental properties would be returned to the long-term rental market or sold outright into the owner-occupied market. A widely accepted definition of short-term rental is one where you rent to the same person for less than 30 days. Many cities have put restrictions on short-term rentals and limited them to owner-occupied properties. So if you've got a spare bedroom in your principal residence, you can rent it out. But if you've got an entire apartment and you don't live there, that's illegal. Some cities have introduced licensing as a way of regulating the industry and keeping tabs on which properties are in the short-term market. On today's show, we're looking at some of the activity across several cities in North America. City of Vancouver says its efforts to regulate short-term rentals have really been working. The number of long-term rental business licenses have increased, with more than 2,100 issued since the city introduced approved regulations for short-term rentals in November of 2017. The active short-term rental listings are down to about 5,000 compared with more than 6,600 when the regulations took effect last September. More than 2,000 unauthorized units that were taken offline have not been relisted, and of the 2,000 units, 300 have been returned to the long-term rental market. In Austin, Texas, whether renting out an entire home, an apartment, or a bedroom for a single day, the law requires the owner to register and license the property as a short-term rental business with the city. The city counts 2,500 licenses across the city, but a third-party firm working with the city has reported over 10,000 properties advertised as short-term rental units. A San Francisco-based firm called Host Compliance has agreed to provide the Austin Code Department with the location and advertising data on 3,500 of the more than 7,500 unlicensed short-term rentals. It's anticipated the city is going to begin a crackdown on illegal units throughout the next several months. The city of Nashville is undergoing tremendous growth with about 120 people a day moving into the city. That's putting a lot of strain on housing supply and housing affordability. They implemented new regulations at the city level, which were then subsequently blocked at the state level. And one year after state lawmakers blocked the city's plan to phase out non-owner-occupied short-term rentals, the city of Nashville officials are revisiting not only where rentals can operate through their zoning ordinance, but also increasing the annual permit fee by a factor of six. According to AirDNA, a short-term rental data analytics firm, of the properties listed in South Nashville, 93% are not owner-occupied properties. In San Francisco, new rules governing short-term rentals were implemented a couple of years ago. Any home rented out in San Francisco for less than 30 days has got to be registered with the city, and someone's got to live there at least 275 nights a year. An NBC News report suggests that 45% of the short-term rental applications are now being denied for what appear to be false residency claims, in which the applicants falsely state that they have their primary residence in the home. That's a requirement for all short-term rentals. City of New York has similar rules. Again, they only allow it in owner-occupied properties, and as part of their enforcement action, the city has issued subpoenas asking for lots of data from Airbnb. A total of four subpoenas have been issued. One asks for specific personal information including users' first and last names, their address, their email address, 
phone number, their employer, their bank account info, and their IP address. That's a lot of data, and frankly, that's an invasion of privacy of the users. It's not just taking action against the hosts or taking action against the platforms. This is now invasive against the guests. Last December, in Los Angeles, City Council passed legislation allowing Airbnb hosts only to rent out primary residences. The law also limits hosts to sharing no more than 120 days a year unless given special approval from the city. In tourism-friendly Las Vegas, short-term rentals have been actually quite an issue, as neighbors have complained about rentals turning into party houses in residential neighborhoods. If you're noticing a trend here, it's not an accident. Cities around North America are actively trying to remove short-term rentals from residential zones, and they're making sure that they don't lose hotel tax in the process. If you're contemplating making investment in short-term rentals, you definitely want to know that your city has completed the regulatory process. If not, you're taking a huge risk of the rules changing after you've made a significant investment. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.